This is Zoe's podcast show. We talk about the UFC. So make sure to grab a drink, tie your laces, fix your face, catch a breeze, and get ready because it's about to go down. Let's go. Oh, welcome back to another edition of Zoe's podcast show. I am your host, Zoe, and I'm going to let you know what's going down. Did you like the new intro? Did you like it? Because I worked really hard on this one right here, man. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. Still trying to make it a, uh, better. Uh, if anybody has ideas or anything like that, let me know. But let me know how you guys like the intro. Man, this has been a crazy week in UFC, man. First of all, let's get right into it, man. Let's Let's talk about it. UFC 229 this past weekend is done. A lot of people are either mad, sad, happy, or glad. I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of people out there that's either in those brackets for what happened in the main event. Now, We'll get into what happened after the main event, but for right now, let's just talk about let's just talk about the the card in general, okay? Um, the the card was good, man. I really liked it. Uh, every fight was good. Um, even the prelims were pretty good too. Uh, probably except for like one of them or something like that, but they were all pretty good. The prelims started out with uh, Scott Holzman. Uh, knocking out Alan Patrick in the third round. I mean that that was that was special. Um, also, with that we we had um, what's her name? Um, Aspen Ladd knocking out well TKO and Tanya Evinger in the first round. Um, Vince Lequay. Le- Le- Knocking out Jalen Turner in the first round. I mean, those those fights kept on coming up uh, in the prelims. This is just the prelims. And then you had a decision win uh, with Formega beating Sergio Pettis, which I was pretty sad about. But we'll get into Sergio Pettis a little later as well. Um, then the main card starts out in the pay-per-view. Michelle gets back in the win column with her decision win against Felice Herring. Uh, and then... The craziest, most, like, (laughs) the best in-ring interview ever in the UFC happened with the next fight, which was Derek Lewis versus Alexander Volkov. I mean, the whole fight uh, was Alexander Volkov, right? The whole fight, Alexander was, was taking it. Um... And third round, man. Third round at the end of the round. Derek Lewis lands a knockout hit, a knockout punch to Alexander. I mean, it just lays him out. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys heard by now the um the interview in the ring. It's classic. Classic Derek Lewis. 
So happy for that dude. And we'll get into more on why I'm happy uh, later on in the show. But he had the classic line. And this dude is like a shining star in the UFC right now. I mean, uh, I think they said that he gained like 600,000 followers after that interview. I mean, the, the interview was crazy. And if you didn't know what happened in the interview, please look it up. It, make your day make your day this Friday and look it up and see what happened. Um, man, he's, let's just talk about it real quick. Um, Derek Lewis, man, the dude after the fight got up, well, he laid down in, in the middle of the ring for like, like felt like five minutes, um, got up, just trying to help them up and he took off his shorts. I mean, like, thank God he had on like some underwear and stuff like that. Um, but he took off his shorts right in the middle of the ring. And Joe Rogan was asking him, man, why'd you take off your pants? Your boys. <laughs> His response was classic. His response was, man, my balls was hot. Now, I don't know who else would say something like that. I don't know who in the UFC history will say something like that. But that was classic uh, Derek Lewis, man. That was classic Black Beast. He, <laughs> Your boy said his balls was hot. I mean, if that's not a good... It's not a good reason what is, right? Um, then, uh, actually, Joe talked about him, uh, you know, maybe having a title fight, um, you know, next. But he was just saying, you know, you know forget what you're talking about. You know, he's tired because the whole fight he had, you know, he, he didn't have no, um, he ain't had no, uh, 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 you know, cardio or stamina or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, so he's just like, man, I got to get my cardio up, you know, talk, you know, forget about talking about, you know, title shots. I got to get my cardio up. I got to get my, you know, get my stuff together. So it was just like that, that, <laughs> that itself was like way good to be considered a, a really good pay-per-view in the UFC 229. So along um along in the fight man going along on the fight we get uh OSP versus Dominique Reyes um and he uh wins uh Dominique Reyes wins by decision. So that was um, uh, when you saw the fight, <clears throat> uh, when you saw the fight card, excuse me, uh, and after the Derek Lewis fight, um, getting into the Ovin St. Prue fight, and after that, it was like a good, um, I won't say a break, but, you know, it was just like a, just, that was just like a good fight going on, uh, on there. So, and then we get into the co-main event. We get into Tony Ferguson. Versus Anthony Showtime Pettis. I'm going to let you know this right now, man. I'll let you guys know right now. I was hurt. I was hurt on this fight. And not because of the fight. It's because of the result. Um, first of all, Tony Ferguson wins TKO. Um, actually, it wasn't even TKO. It was Anthony couldn't go on. He had to 
pretty much throwing the towel because his hand was broken. And that's the reason why I was hurt about the fight. The fight in general was one of the best fights in the UFC this year ever. Like, this fight was so awesome. Bloody. Everything that you wanted from a UFC fight, it happened, man. Um, Strikes. Uh, was there takedowns? I don't even know. I think there's one takedown in there, but whatever. Who nobody was really talk about a takedown, but strikes. Um, just the creativity of the of both of those guys. You know how Tony Ferguson and Anthony Pettis is nothing, uh, uh nothing less. But the strikes was awesome. Um, the and everything was good about this fight, man. Um, Anthony Showtime Pettis was all in it. Um, Tony Ferguson got clipped one time, um, and even though Anthony was, uh, you know, cut open, um, he still loved it. You saw in his face, and he showed it. He like he was uh, on on a top position uh, on Tony Ferguson, and he his blood was just pouring down his face, and he loved it. He, he like he screamed. He looked up and screamed like, "I love this." You know what I'm saying? So, man, shout outs to both of those guys for an awesome fight they put on. It was like one of the best fights of the year, if not the best fight of the year. So just upset of the fact that Anthony Pettis couldn't go on in the third round and broke his hand because that fight was beautiful. Um, And I hope sometime... They get to run that back because uh, it, it was just a great fight, man. It was a great fight. But shout out to Tony Ferguson for getting that W. And we hope that Anthony Pettis gets well with his hand and gets back to it, man. So now we get into the main event of the evening. We get into Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Conor McGregor. First of all, uh. Conor McGregor comes in the ring, comes in the cage, I should say, and the the ring was literally smog coming out. <laughs> they love this dude. I mean, I don't know who paid for it. Either the UFC paid for it or Conor McGregor paid for it. But there was smog coming, smog, I don't know what to call it, smoke or whatever the case may be, coming out in the in the bottom of the ring like it was crazy right so that happens he comes in does whatever uh he does um Khabib comes in uh nothing too nothing fancy at all comes in the ring does this uh thing whatever and they get to the fight now let's talk about the fight um Total strikes was actually pretty close in this fight, too, man. Um, I forgot what round, but we'll get into it, right? Um, Takedowns. Uh, Khabib didn't have that many takedowns in this fight. He only had three out of seven because Conor was actually defending the takedowns. He he did what he was going to do with defending the takedowns. So that happened. Um, they both had some good strikes going on. Um, Khabib was just 
had a lot of pressure on Conor McGregor. He was uh, he he was backing up Conor McGregor the whole fight. I mean, the way I seen it, um, Conor didn't win a round. I mean, he probably won. I don't, I don't even know if he won a round. I, maybe he maybe people can give him one round, but I didn't see it. I just saw, you know, Khabib just keep going at him. Uh, even if he didn't get a takedown, even if he just held him down or whatever the case may be, it was perfect in a way of the IQ of the of hit, of him being a fighter because he just drained him, not even without taking him down. He was just drained him on the cage, beating him on the cage. But Connor, he was still in it, you know. Um, I forgot which round it was. I forgot if it was the second round or the third round where Khabib actually dropped Connor on the canvas, like stunned him. I was not looking at that, but I will confess to you guys, if you listen to the podcast normally, in my last podcast, I told you guys, I think Khabib is going to go in striking, which he did. He went in striking and he actually caught Connor. I thought Connor would actually drop him. In in the beginning of the the, the early of the fights, um, but it was it was the the other way around. It was the total opposite. It was Khabib dropping Connor, dropped him, and it was crazy because when was the last time we saw Connor get dropped? Number one, when was the last time we saw Khabib with that good of a hands? Number two, I mean it was it was just crazy. I, I, Man, like Khabib really stepped his game up with this fight, and I condemn I I, I condemn him for that. Um, well, I praise him for that basically. But with the fourth round came down, Khabib came on him, took him down against the cage, ground and pound, got his back, choked him out. With the submission. Now, Khabib wins, right? Let's get into the BS now, right? Khabib wins. The referee actually had to, like, tear his hands apart. Tear Khabib's hands apart from Connor because he would not let go until the ref tore his hands apart from him, right? So that happened. He got up, stood over Connor for a, a good set. Well, it felt like a long time, right? If you really watched it in real time, it felt like a long time he was still, he was standing up over Connor. But it was probably like a, a, two, a one second or one and a half seconds, right? Or two seconds or whatever. But if if in real time, it felt like he was basically standing above him, like yes, what, what up? Um, and at this, at after that, right after that, um, he pointed at the uh, the Connor's corner, pointing at them like it looked like he was talking back to them or whatever the case may be. Took out his mouthpiece, threw it at him, went a, to, across the cage, jumped over the cage, and attacked him. Now. This is crazy. We've seen people jump over the cage and attack somebody 
but not like this. I mean, it looked like he was on a mission to attack these people, like really go and beat these guys up. Like it was crazy. And alongside of that was happening inside the ring. We see Conor McGregor get attacked by a couple people from Khabib's team. Now, if you go back and look at the footage, you will see one of the dudes from Khabib's team confront Connor, doesn't do anything to him, confronts Connor, like yelling at him, of course, they're yelling at each other. Connor throws a punch first. At this, and, and like right after, there was a dude that jumped in the cage, he had a red shirt on, it was part of Khabib's team, came in and started lighting Connor up. I mean, that's, and another dude came after that. I mean, it was crazy. It was bananas. Like, never seen this like this happen before. And I know a lot of people talking about, oh, it's a black guy at a sport, or, you know, this should have never happened. To me, if this, it would be a surprise if this didn't happen. Right? Like, because of the whole thing that happened back in April um, and the, 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 you know, the press conference and everything that happened all in between. And for the UFC to promote him throwing the dolly through the, the window of the bus, and every, it was going to happen. It, I mean, they had extra security for stuff to happen this way, and it still happened. So, I, I you know, the, the, the Khabib thing, jumping over the cage, yes, that was surprising because we never see Khabib that emotional, you know what I'm saying? We never see Khabib, like, you know, just, we never see his emotions that in that way, you know what I'm saying? And he would totally went off and did what he did. So we never seen that. So that was surprising to me. Um, but the whole situation, man, it was bound to happen. If it didn't happen right after the fight, it was going to happen outside. I mean, they even talked about there was going to be fights outside of the arena and the streets and all that kind of stuff. They was ready for it, but they was not quite ready for it. So after that happens, uh, Dana White comes, you know, Dana White comes, they, they get back in the ring. Everybody gets back in the ring. Um, Connor gets this escorted out, escorted, excuse me, out of the ring or out of the cage. Um, and Khabib comes back in and he's talking about, give me the belt, put the belt around my waist. You know, I won. You know, I don't care about what people think. And Dana White is like, man, we can't do this because people are going to be throwing stuff in the ring, bottles or whatever. We, this is, we can't do it. Khabib doesn't care. He's like, just put the belt on me, whatever. He said, no, that's not going to happen. So they escorted him to the back. And when they escorted Khabib back to the back, um, of course, people were throwing uh, stuff toward him. So now you have this, you know, moment taken away from Khabib, um, taken away from the fight in general. I mean, the pure dominance that Khabib had over Connor was just 
was was just like a it was a perfect fight for him. Um, Khabib like just won, like just won basically the whole thing, right? Every round to me, he won. Um, so they have that taken away from him over off off of that incident was crazy. Um, the scene where uh, Bruce Buffer was actually saying who the winner is and the camera's just on Bruce Buffer. Uh, it was just crazy. Um, and, it, you know, the booze and everything that was going on with that as well. Uh, but later on, we heard about uh, with Dana that, you know, the, the, the two people who jumped in the ring, they're not going to fight in the UFC anymore. Uh, you know, they, they withhold, they withheld um Khabib's pay, um, the state of Nevada withheld his pay, and all this kind of stuff, right? Like, they say Connor gets paid, but Khabib doesn't get paid. Uh, everything with that was just crazy, right? So, after that, the press conference, the, the post-press conference, Khabib comes on. He's talking about, you know, why he's getting in trouble. You know, he, he apologizes to UFC, the fans, the, the, um, the Nevada State Commission, Vegas, everything, right? So he does that, and he just doesn't understand why he is getting in trouble. Like he understands why he get, why he getting in trouble. But he doesn't understand why Connor does not held he he was not held accountable for his actions. Like calling him, a, calling you know him and his team a terrorist, talking about his father, talking about all this kind of stuff with Putin and. And government, this country, and how he took money, and this and that, blah blah blah. Like you know, his religion and all that kind of stuff. I mean, he's like you know, you punish, you want to punish me, but you don't punish him. Like you know, he, it's this is his fault too. You know, what I'm saying for what happened. Um, so that happens. Um, the next day, of course, we hear. Well, the next coming days, we hear stuff about you know, uh, you know. Connor actually, uh, uh, he didn't press charges on Khabib's team. Um, so, you know, nobody went to jail, even though Dana said two guys went to jail. I guess they got, you know, taken away, but they didn't go to jail because Connor didn't, uh, he didn't press charges, which says a lot about Connor, or it says what he knew, he knew he did wrong. So he, you know, it, it depends on what Connor is thinking, right? Um, so again, that happens. The following days, of course, we hear Connor and Khabib get suspended. Um, Khabib still hasn't get uh, paid his purse for winning. I think it was like two million or whatever, like case may be. And now the UFC was is talking about uh, those guys who uh, on Khabib's team will never fight in the UFC again. Well, Khabib came out yesterday talking about, listen, if these guys can't fight in the UFC, take the belt. Keep the money, uh, to break the contract, because I will not fight in the UFC. Pretty much threatening the UFC and letting them know, like, hey, if this happens, then boom, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? So, sh- man, shout out to Khabib with that, man. Was, I mean, not a lot of people would actually say that and put their careers on the line for it. So, shout out to him for doing that, standing up for his team, standing up for his country, standing up for himself and his family, and his religion, and all this kind of stuff that, you know, UFC, it feel, he feels like UFC is attacking, and Conor was attacking, and all this kind of stuff, so, shouts to him, he's getting a lot of praise from people 
all over the uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. People are retweeting and uh, uh, reposting his stuff on uh, Instagram and Twitter. So shout outs to him, man. He, he's really doing uh, good things. Um, you know, his dad actually said that he's going to punish him more than the UFC will. Um, but uh, this statement that he brought out yesterday uh, really says who Khabib is and who and how loyal he is as well. So uh, that is all in itself who Khabib is. And shout out to Khabib. He's like, now, not even now. He was already uh, one of my favorite fighters, but right now he's just up a, a level for one of his, uh, for his fight, man. So shout out to Khabib, man. Shout out to Connor too. Even though, you know, he's done all this kind of shit. Um, he's actually, like I said, you know, he didn't press charges. Um, he's still out there. He wants to rematch, uh, which that's a question that I have for you guys later on as well, too. Um, but yeah, so all that happened, um, man, it was just a crazy event for UFC 229. I had to talk about it real quick because I didn't talk about the whole week. And plus, there is more news on the way. So keep tight, sit back. And like the intro said, relax, man. Get a drink. Get a, a, a some food. Um, put on your headphones. Vibe out. Zone out. We still got some more stuff to talk about. And we'll talk about in the next segment. All right? So check it out. We'll, we'll, I have some news for you. Not about the UFC 229, but some more news that we have for UFC 230. 231, 232, we got some fight nights, we got all this kind of stuff, so make sure to check it out in the next segment. Thank you guys, peace. Alright, welcome back to the second segment of the show. Um, let's talk about UFC 230. Um, earlier during the month, um, we had just stuff going on with UFC 230 of course we didn't have the uh, main event we didn't know what was going to go what was going to happen we didn't know about Nate Diaz and uh, Dustin Poirier who's going to be the main event is going to be a new all this kind of stuff and Valentin Shevchenko versus Sarah Ebanks or Eubanks um, in the uh, in the main event so the past couple days it's been switched up First of all, bad news. Yeah, uh, bad news. Um, I guess if you were going to UFC 230, and uh, if you are going to UFC 230, I was hoping that you'll see Valentina Shevchenko. She's not going to be in there anymore. So the fight is off. Between Valentin Shevchenko versus Sarah Eubanks. That is off, and she is back on UFC 231 against Joanna Young Jacek. So that fight is coming back and happening again at UFC 231. Um, so that's all in good. So if you was hoping to see Valentina in New York, sorry. She's going to be in Toronto, okay? Um, so we got that going on with uh, uh, Joanna Young Jacek. Now, with the bad news, 
Dustin Poirier is out of UFC 230. Uh, had a injury and cannot um, compete. Now, we don't know fully if Nate Diaz is not going to be on the card anymore. But for right now, uh, it looks like he's not going to be fighting on the card. Um, and there is a new main event. So everything, so before all this went down, there was a new main event that came upon us. The main event that came upon us was DC Daniel Cormier is going to defend his heavyweight belt against the man who said his balls was hot. In the last pay-per-view. That's right. Derek the Black Beast Lewis. He's going to get the fight. DC. At UFC 230. Now we talked about. In the first segment. How. uh, The Black Beast. Was saying. You know. He don't. He don't think he deserves. A title shot. Which he still thinks. He doesn't deserve a title shot. Let's be clear about that. He didn't set this up, but they gave him the opportunity, and he's going to take it. Um, Just like Sarah Eubanks was going to take it. Um, But, so he's going to be the main event against DC for the heavyweight championship belt. Few people are mad about that. Um, One in particular is Stipe Miocic. Now, he is upset about the whole situation because of the fact that he should have he he feels like he should have got his rematch. Um he was the uh uh the, the heavyweight who broke the record of de- defenses uh four times, which is crazy, right? Like four is is the is the breaking record. Um those guys are big boys, right? Um so he thinks he deserves a title shot or a rematch against DC Daniel Cormier, which I understand as well. Um, so in that regard, I do understand. And also in the regard of uh, Derek Lewis getting the title fight um, right after, I mean, like the pay-per-view right after the event, right after the one that he was on, he is getting the the title fight, the next pay-per-view is crazy to me, right? Um, and also, it's surprising because we thought that, you know, Daniel Cormier was battling some kind of injury and was going to be able to, you know, when John Jones' name came up, you know, he wasn't going to be able to do it. But, not seeing as a, you know, this is the reason why, but when John Jones, uh, I mean, it, it just happened that John Jones is going to be facing Alexander Gustafson for UFC 232. Um, that just happened. So earlier on this week, they just booked the DC versus uh, Derek Lewis. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know if they had like a kind of a deal or anything like that with Daniel Cormier of not fighting John Jones, at least this time around. Um, but... It seems that he's going to be fighting. He's going to be. It's going to be in good. Uh, he's not going to be injured to fight 
uh, Derek Lewis. Um, and DC, I mean, he feels like it's a, like a not a not an easy fight, but it's an easier fight other than Stipe. He, he gave Stipe his props and said, "Look, Stipe is a really good fighter. He should get the uh, the rematch and all this kind of stuff. Um, he doesn't want to. He, he, he basically he said he doesn't want to." Um, make the Brock Lesnar fight go away, right? Um, he still wants to fight Brock Lesnar uh, earlier uh, next year, or two, um, th- 2019. So, to take the Derek Lewis fight, he said there's a better chance of him fighting Brock Lesnar than fighting Steve Miocic right now. Now, I'm not, I don't think he's implying that uh, Derek Lewis is easier. He just says that Derek Lewis has more weapons and more uh, things that he can pull off to beat DC than uh, Derek Lewis. And Derek Lewis in this point right now is doesn't care. He's just there trying to get a check trying to get the title fight and trying to do something and get that spot, you know? And the UFC benefits from this as well because, they, first of all, they got the main event in Madison Square Garden, who was a heavyweight main event, and, um, you know, Derek Lewis is blowing up right now, so he's going to get more popular after this one. So they're going to sell that fight there. Now... That is in place for UFC 230. Don't know what's going on with Nate Diaz yet, but we'll find out later on. Um, everything else is in place. 231 in Toronto, of course, we got uh, Valentina Shevchenko and um, Yoana Young Jacek. And the other title fight we got is uh, Brian Ortega and uh, Max Holloway. So we, were still, we got that still going on strong, right? Um, and uh, Max Holloway and Brian Ortega is cool together. Not like friends or anything, but they're cool and they're taking pictures all around Toronto and all that kind of stuff. So they good. Uh, as far as we know, Max is good and hopefully he stays good because I'm not ready to like get this fight and not have the fight anymore. I don't know, man. It, it's like the Tony. Uh, it's like the Tony and Khabib fight, right? Like hopefully we'll get this fight this time. And of course, like I just said earlier, um, we have. The uh, John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson rematch at UFC 232. And also another title fight, of course, we talked about earlier uh, was um, Cyborg versus Amanda Nunez. So we got that at UFC 232. Really good, man. I can't wait to see that fight. Um, And, you know, can't wait to experience what's going to happen on those fights. Now, another fight that's that came about um, that's got a, got me real excited. Another rematch that came about that got me real excited is Kevin, the Motown Phenom Lee, is going against Raging Al Iaquinta at UFC in Milwaukee. That's gonna be. I can't wait to see that fight, man. I can't wait to see that fight. Honestly, I did not see the first fight, and I will look at my um, UFC Fight Pass to see the first fight if they have it. Um, 
But these two guys are game. These two guys will fight, are fighters that fight, that do, you know, they're overall, overall good fighters, you know. Um, so I'm definitely going to check that out. So that's going to be in Milwaukee. And also in Milwaukee, they uh, scheduled a fight, um, a guy named uh, Rob Font, who's number 11 in the rankings, I believe. He's going to fight Sergio Pettis. Now, we know Sergio Pettis lost in UFC 229 at the prelims. So he's going to fight in Milwaukee, which where he is from. So it's going to be a hometown fight for Sergio. Too bad Anthony is not in it, but he broke his hand. What else can you do? Um, but, yeah, that's all what's going on with the fights right now. Sari uh, Eubanks is still going to be on UFC 230. She's going to fight. Um, man, what's her name? I've got her name now. Um, the Happy Panda. I think that's her name, right? Uh, can't, can't remember her name right now. But she's going to fight her. And I don't know who will go against, right? I don't know who to, who to pick in that one. But I definitely will have the picks ready for that as well. So that's all I got for y'all today, man. Y'all enjoy y'all Friday. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Let me know what y'all think about the, the intro. Always, always hit me up at Twitter, at Zoe Yours Truly, um, Instagram, Zoe UFC One, and you can always email me at ZoeWillNY at gmail.com. You can always listen to me on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, all those, okay? You can listen to me pretty much anywhere. You can listen to me on YouTube as well. So make sure, and also make sure to check out my YouTube and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. I'll have it up there as well. Thank you guys for listening. I'll holla at y'all another time, hopefully sooner than what I did this week. I'm sorry about that, but I was trying to do the intro thing. You know, I'm 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 trying over here, y'all. I'm trying over here. <laughs> but thanks again, guys, for listening. I'm gonna catch y'all later. And like I always say, for the safety report, especially for this weekend. And if you're going to go out and drink and all that, smoke what you want, drink what you want, do what you want. And also check out um, Bellator tonight. Let's go check that out as well. Um, but the safety report, make sure it's high your laces. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Peace.